0: Lisa Hyde, and welcome to the Confidence Crown Podcast. I believe one of the most valuable gifts you can give yourself is freedom. It all starts with your journey into self belief and creating the confidence to live your life with abundance. Ladies, it's time to earn and own your crown and be the Yes Queen you are destined to be. Together, let's make it rain. Welcome back, ladies. Today, we have a fabulous guest, Miss Mandy Bryce. I should say Mrs. Sorry, Mandy Bryce is with us today. Um, She is an entrepreneur who just wrote not one, but two books. Um, And she's also a makeup artist. Now, I've been on Mandy's show, but now it's my turn to interview her.
1: Mandy, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited to be here.
0: Yay! I'm so happy! All right, this is really cool. Mandy is this, honestly, one of the best makeup artists I've ever seen. You do the most beautiful work, and I understand, Um, Mandy, you are kind of moving around. Um, You may have (laughs) actually left the location that I knew you from, um, but you actually wrote a book about makeup as well.
1: Yeah. So uh, thank you so much, first of all, for all of the kind words. I really appreciate it, especially coming from you. I know you're a skincare expert, so you probably look at makeup with a really critical eye and see a lot of things that are great and a lot of things that are not so great. So I'm glad that I'm not on the naughty list. (laughs) Not at all. I think you do really great work um, and I love it. Thank you. I appreciate it. But yeah, I'm sure that you've probably encountered a lot of similar people in your life too, where as a skincare expert, people probably approach you and say, I have no idea what to do. Like, I don't know what's a serum or an eye cream or when I need it or what I do when. And so I've had similar experiences where people have told me, oh, I'm terrified to go into Sephora because there's a million things that I don't know how to use. And the salespeople are just trying to make money and I buy a bunch of things that they put on me and I look great when I leave. But when I get home, I have no idea what I'm doing. And then I never use the stuff that I spend hundreds of dollars on. So- And you and I I, are both like,
0: but it's so much fun. Go in there and go play.
1: Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) But yeah, so I decided after the encouragement of a lot of people who, you know, wish that I was there to help them get ready when they've had weddings or special occasions, but I live far away. And so first I made an online course that's for beginners to do basic and practical makeup looks. And then I decided since I am not always the best at watching videos, I prefer kind of quiet and reading. I figured I would put it into book format. And so that is where that first book came from. That's so fabulous. May we get the title? Absolutely, it's kind of long. So it's called "Best Faced Forward" is the main title, and then the subtitle is "Basic Makeup Skills and Practical Looks from Your Makeup BFF." So, if you ever wished you had that makeup BFF to come over and help you get ready, I'm the virtual version of that.
0: I love this, and um, I can't leave off the fact that you also have a podcast. Sorry, that was that was dumb of me. That's of course how I met Nandy. Yeah, but I realized we didn't actually talk about that, but. So Mandy, how long, what drove you, I should say, um, into makeup? How did you become a makeup artist and how long have you been doing it?
1: So when I was a kid, I always loved makeup. I played in like the poor neighbor down the streets makeup when I was a child. And this is the 80s. So there was like a lot of metallic blue eyeshadow and just I think one of the most fun times in makeup. And then I just kind of always did it for friends and on the side. And I have my first job was at Walgreens in Wisconsin. And I eventually was promoted to cosmetologist, which Sounds a lot more formal than it was since I was really just selling drugstore makeup in a Walgreens. But I have a certificate from 1998 from a class that they sent me to for Revlon and L May from I love 1998. It. Yeah, I love so it. I guess that means 22 years. <laughs> but I did teach middle school for six years in between that and got my degree. I'm almost done with my master's degree and. Finally, after six years of teaching after college, I decided to go for makeup and play dress up more full time. So I was modeling primarily and realized that I wasn't getting any younger and still wanted to play dress up professionally and stay in the industry. So I developed a makeup portfolio and was a lot more successful and am a lot more successful as a makeup artist than I am as a model.
0: That's so exciting. Now, um, again, we kind of talked about the fact that you've moved. So you're in a new city and um, usually makeup artists, it's based on a lot of referrals, particularly the person like you who you freelance, you don't work for anyone in particular. So how do you go about getting new clients in a new city?
1: Well, I do have an agent and the majority of the makeup work that I do is production, photo shoot and commercials. So even though I mentioned, you know, helping friends get ready for weddings and special occasions, that's probably the minority of the makeup work that I do. But even so, meeting different production companies and connections with photographers and videographers and art directors and all of the people who would hire me is still brand new every time I move to a new city, aside from the fact that my agent is nationwide and gets me some jobs wherever I am, depending on what's available. But I would say some of it is through social media, but a lot of it is through word of mouth. And then there's, of course different websites that you can find that post different gigs and so on. So a variety of places. And every time I move, it's a constant kind of starting over process of finding new clients and new opportunities.
0: I love it. And honestly, um, makeup has actually always been fun for me. I, I, I dabbled in it for a bit um, when I was in my 20s. Um, As a hobby, I did all my friends' makeup for their weddings, and I did a couple music sure. videos uh, because people were, you know, shooting and stuff. And it was like, oh yeah, we know Lisa, and she does. But I, I went to, I took one class. Yeah. <laughs> there was a place in Burbank called, I think it's still there, called Cinema Secrets, so I could learn yeah. how to do like makeup for the proper lighting and that. But I will tell you, it's so funny. They taught you about contour and highlighting, uh-huh. but honestly, I didn't get it until Kim K a few years ago. (laughs) Like I'm like, oh yeah, I, I, that was like the hardest thing for me to understand. Um, when I was in that class, because I couldn't, why would you want to make your features wider or small? Like I didn't even like (laughs) dawn on me, except if you were like doing some kind of character makeup, not, I wasn't thinking about fashion makeup, but yeah, anyway, I really, I loved it. I had a blast with it, but it's a lot of work. It's not easy. And you've long hours on your behalf. And I'm, I'm, I'm feeling like I, I know what you go through to do that work. And particularly on a set, those are long hours and uh, a lot of demand. So anyone listening in Northern California, Mandy is available. Let's, uh, (laughs) let's get this girl back on track because she does really, really beautiful work. And I love that you have a book for everyone because honestly, it's so much fun. I, I don't know how much you got into different artists, but Kevin O'Connor, he had a book like oh my goodness, uh, it was like the Bible Making for me growing faces. up.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, amazing,
0: amazing, and that yeah, was always me, like, How do you transform people? Like that is really to me that and like super special effect stuff. Sure, we're always like mind blowing. Like how do they do that? All the prosthetics and learning how to do all this. Stuff. Anyway, it's fun. I'm sorry. I'm living out my own fantasies talking to Mandy. Sorry. <laughs> I'm remembering very good moments in my life, having a wonderful time trying all those things. Sure. But I love it. But you also help people in other ways. And I understand that second book is something perfectly timed for the new year.
1: Absolutely. Thank you, first of all, for the kind words. And definitely if someone is listening that needs a makeup artist in NorCal or SoCal, I travel back and forth quite a bit. Or, you know, if you have big needs and really need to trust someone, I have a passport. I'll go wherever. (laughs) That is right. Absolutely. She can jump on a plane anytime. Absolutely. But um, through a multi-level marketing company that's focused on fitness and nutrition, I discovered personal development. So I had previously kind of had the mentality that people who read self-help books were sad single women who were eating ice cream a gallon at a time in their apartment with many cats while they cried and felt sorry for themselves. And I eventually learned that the smartest, most successful people are the people who are reading those books. So it became a really big focus of mine. And for a really long time, I was reading books, listening to podcasts, going to conferences, taking online courses, all of that, and not really doing anything with it. And so I was using it personally, but not sharing it. And I decided that a new decade and a new year was a good time to finally just get something out. So it's not super long, but I kind of synthesized many years of training that I've done and what's been working for me into a goal setting and goal achievement guide that I think would be really helpful for anyone who doesn't want to necessarily invest a ton of time into the reading and planning process, but at least wants to be mindful about their goals and take inspired and aligned actions toward the life that they really want to have. I
0: love it. And what is the title of this book?
1: I apparently really like long titles or subtitles, <laughs> hey, so I know. I know, I just have so many words that I just need to get out, so I always maximize how many words whenever I'm allowed, but um, the title itself is called 2020 Vision, obviously a play on the year, and then the subtitle is How to Plan and Execute Goals to Roar in the New Twenties.
0: That's beautiful. And and Thank so you. apropos, I love that we get to call it the Roaring Twenties again, the 2020 vision. I'm using that as well. I think it's awesome. So, ooh, spot on. So have you guys caught on the fact that we've got a self-help guru, a makeup guru, and a podcaster all in one? <laughs> Andy, you are a super entrepreneur. Um, were you, you always inclined to do your own thing? I know you well, said you like were teaching mentioned- for a while, but- yeah, But there's somewhere in there you were like, hey, I like doing things on my own.
1: Absolutely. I think it's funny because that MLM that I mentioned was great in a lot of ways. But one thing that I think didn't really serve me well is that there was such a focus on we're not selling, we're helping people. And I think I kind of got it to my mind to the point where I thought that selling things was bad. And that actually is against my nature because a lot of people who have known me for like 35 years (laughs) know that when I was a kid, I used to paint rocks and sell them. I painted pine cones and sold them. I made friendship bracelets and sold them and was always doing some sort of creative hustle since I was like five. So returning to that should have surprised absolutely nobody.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, I think that's awesome. And actually you hit on a really good note because there's such a fear of selling. Um, Mm -hmm. And yes, in most MLMs, they try to Change the verbiage that you are sharing, not selling, because that supposedly will lessen their fear of talking to people. But it's so funny. What I think everyone just needs to get over is we are all selling all day long, every day. And anytime your child negotiates with you about not having to go to bed on time or having an extra dessert, they're selling you. Like, don't even think twice about it. Everybody all day long is selling. Just get over the fact if you actually have a product to push, okay? Like, it's okay. We are a world that revolves around commerce. If you have Mm -hmm. something that somebody else needs, they're going to
1: buy it. If they don't need it, they're not going to buy it. That's it. Absolutely. And selling doesn't always have to be like a skeezy, pushy Guy in a bad suit on a used car lot selling you something that's going to drive ten feet and stop working because you can sell and help people at the same time and it's okay to learn how to sell and to embrace that whole thing which is something that I'm currently working on to try to like unwire what that MOM kind of ingrained in my head so that's one of my focuses for the beginning part of 2020.
0: Well, I will happily help you with that
1: one because um,
0: that that is really interesting to me that that's that. I see. I can definitely like understand how that got the wires crossed. I do. But I'm going to like I'm going to untwist those wires for you because it is natural. It is a fact and mm-hmm. way of life we will not succeed without exchanging dollars for some type of product. That is just how we survive. And right. if you are entrepreneurial in spirit, it behooves you to figure out how And what you want to share with the world that will actually increase your income. Because we all have a gift to share. It can be in self-education. It can be a product uh, that you use on your face or your body. It doesn't matter. But find your thing and own it and love it and enjoy it and then reap the benefits of it. Like, Why just let other people do it? You can do it too. You can
1: do it too. (laughs) (laughs) I absolutely agree, especially when it's something, I mean, any product that people buy is something that they want, whether it's something they need or something that will help them or something that will just make them enjoy their lives a little bit. And by playing small and worrying about the selling aspect, then we are doing a disservice not only to ourselves by not getting the benefits from people buying our things, but also to the people who could have their lives be better by having it. So the person who needs to learn how to do their makeup and reads the book and that helps her or him, or the people who are looking for a little framework for goal setting that, you know, they use it and change their whole lives because of it. I don't want to let those people miss out because I was afraid to sell.
0: No, absolutely. And hence why you're on the podcast today. We are enlightening an audience about what you have available to them. You are going to definitely appeal to people who are like loving makeup and will maybe want to learn some tricks and tips that will help them succeed in that world. And we all can use some better goal setting and productivity skills. So girl, I love what you're doing. I'm very excited and I'm happy to share it with my audience because we all can use a little bit more in our life to do better. So
1: it's a win. Thank you. I appreciate that. And I'm excited to potentially learn from you and have my wires uncrossed mm-hmm. as you said. Oh, without a <laughs> doubt. We're, we're
0: definitely taking that on. But I also want you guys to know that Mandy is very, very capable of sharing these details with you. Um, we'll call it person to person, but because we're in a virtual world. So there's also that chance to work with her too. So don't leave that off the table either. She's got it all available to you. And Thank you. Mandy, um, we're gonna play a little game as we wrap up. it first, ooh, ooh, ooh. Um, okay, we're gonna play the game first. We're gonna first tell everyone where they can find you and how they can find your books and which way you'd like them to f- track you down.
1: Okay, so everywhere on all the social media as well as my website, I am Mandy Bryce, and it's M A N D I E, then B like basketball, R I C E. I definitely picked up that spelling from my husband. Yes. He loves basketball and works in the NBA. So I've heard be like basketball for 10 years. Love it. <laughs> I have to say it. I am probably on Instagram the most, but if you tweet at me or Facebook me or hit me up on YouTube or Pinterest, I'll, I'll still get back to you at some point. But yeah, MandyBryce.com. My books are on Apple Books, They're on Amazon or they're directly on my website as well. Fantastic. And that podcast of yours? Uh, Yes, the podcast, which you should check out Lisa's episode because she, of course, gave amazing value and was an incredible guest. But it's boldmovespodcast.com, or you can search Bold Moves with Mandy Bryce everywhere podcasts are, and you will find that as well.
0: Awesome. I love the name of that, by the way. Actually, all your titles are great. All your titles are great. So yeah, don't don't second guess your titles.
1: Um, That means a lot coming from someone who also (laughs) has great titles, like the Confidence Crown. That's awesome. You can't not Love thank
0: that. you. Thank you. Hey, and stronger.
1: Good <laughs> <A bit> also.
0: <laughs> Appreciate it. Appreciate, you know, it's it, it takes a village. You got to like work yeah. through the names and bounce them off people. It, it definitely helps. It helps. Um I can't say I came with everything by myself. It was definitely a lot of a lot of I like puns. It's a lot of playing on words, you know. We yeah. To,
1: we Same. had to figure it out. Best face forward yes. and BFF yes. at the end. I, I don't know if you can but it's, it's all it's yes. all together. <laughs> it's super smart.
0: Um, okay, for our final question, and okay. my favorite game, and this is perfect because we both have a Hollywood past. And yours is still happening. Yes. Mandy, if someone was to create the movie, the story of your life, what actor or actress would play you?
1: Ooh, I feel like my personality is kind of extreme in different directions. Like, I can be goofy, and that would be one person, or I can be you know, very serious. And that would be another person. Well, then but that, that would person's say- got to
0: be multidimensional. So you get yeah. one actor or actress.
1: Right. I'm going to say the person that I'm compared to most often, which I do take as a compliment is Kristen Bell. Yes. Yes. We look kind of similar and we both have a very similar sloth obsession and have in fact ah. met the same sloth. <sighs> And I also cried. (laughs) Oh my god! So I I think I'm gonna just, you know, I think that's almost meant to be. So that would be the actress to play Mandy. I think that
0: is perfect, Kristen Bell. And (laughs) if you guys haven't seen that, I'm sure it's on Instagram or YouTube. But it's she was on the Ellen Show, and it was ridiculous ridiculously hysterical. Her obsession with slaws, and she started crying <laughs> and you have to see it. So definitely yes. Google, the, Google that one. Um, right. Oh my gosh. Well, this was so much fun catching up with you, Mandy. Thank you so much for being on the show today. Um Thank you for having me. Oh, my pleasure. My pleasure. Um, Big congrats with two books under your belt to start off the new year. That is super impressive. Um, and Thank again, you. if you're in California, either North or South, um, check out Mandy and her amazing makeup artistry um, and her podcast. I think we, I think we hit all the points. I think we did. Thank you. Thank you, babe. All right. Thanks everyone. I appreciate you hanging in there with us. We had a blast. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. Please give Mandy and I a shout out on IG so we know that you know that we know you are listening to The Confidence Ground.